0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm Senior Pastor Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. Today we're going to be reading from Mark chapters 3 and 4 and the title that I've given to this episode is Inside Out. As we come to God's word, I want to say again the old Scripture Union prayer based on words from Psalm 119. Open our eyes, O Lord, that we might behold wonderful things in your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. So Mark chapter 3, beginning at verse 31, and I will run through to verse 12 of chapter 4. So Mark chapter 3 and beginning at verse 31. Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting round him, and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle round him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered round him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise they might turn And be forgiven. Today, we are beginning a short series on some of the parables of Jesus entitled Stories Jesus Told. Before we plunge in, it's good to ask the question why did Jesus teach in parables? So, what do you think? What's the answer? Why did Jesus speak in parables? Well, I'll tell you what I used to believe, that Jesus teaches in this way because stories communicate so powerfully. Here, I thought, is Jesus the master communicator at work? Parables, stories speak to us in ways that bald statements don't. They draw us in. They fascinate us. Everybody loves a good story. And that's why Jesus spoke in parables. It sounds absolutely fine. The only problem is that's not what Jesus says. Listen again to verses 11 and 12 of chapter 4. The secret of the kingdom of God says Jesus has been given to you but to those on the outside everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving and ever hearing but never understanding otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. Jesus seems to be saying he's speaking in parables not to explain but to obscure Why? It seems really puzzling. Doesn't Jesus want people to believe? Doesn't he want people to follow? Let's dig into this a bit more. First thing to be absolutely clear about is that the message of Jesus, the message of the gospel, the message of Mark's gospel, is that all are called to believe. Fast forward to Mark chapter 8. Jesus calls the crowd to him and says, If anyone wants to come after me, they must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. It's an open invitation to the disciples, to the crowd, to everyone. It's demanding for sure, it's challenging, but Jesus calls all to follow him he wants to reach out to all with his forgiving love so what's going on with these parables these stories which have meanings that people don't get that you really have to dig into to understand Some scholars talk about the messianic secret in Mark's gospel. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, but it's a bit hidden, hidden in plain sight to be sure, but it's not obvious to everyone. Why is this? Well, part of the reason is that people had the wrong view of what Messiah would be like and what he would come to do. He would, people thought, be a military leader, a warrior king who would lead a rebellion against the Romans, ejecting the hated occupying power, winning freedom for the people at the point of a sword. As I've said before in these podcasts, they would have to learn that Jesus would establish his kingdom not at the point of a sword, but as the points of the nails were driven into his hands and feet. He is the Christ, but his mission is to be the crucified Christ. That message would take some getting used to. So particularly at the beginning of his ministry, Jesus does not speak always in plain statements. Rather, he speaks in stories. Rather, he speaks in parables. But where does that leave the outsider? Where does that leave the genuine seeker, the man or woman in the crowd who is desperate for salvation, desperate for forgiveness? Just come back to the text with me and listen to me reading a few verses again. And I'm going to emphasize a few words. We go back to chapter 3 and verse 31 through to verse 32 to begin with. Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting round him and they told him, your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. And then into chapter 4. And we pick up from verse 10. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables and he told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you but to those on the outside, everything is said in parables. See the outside, the word outside is emphasised and it's there in both the passages that we have read together. People are on the outside and it's for those who are on the outside that there is confusion. But here's the point, here's the thing. Jesus invites those on the outside to come closer. He wants them to hear God's word and respond to it. Verse 35 of chapter 3, whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear in verse 9. Jesus is calling those on the outside into the inner circle. I could have called this reflection, come inside, it's an invitation. Yes, for those on the outside, Jesus' words will be obscure and difficult His real meaning will elude their grasp. But Jesus wants us to come inside. And as we come closer, as we do his will, more will be revealed to us. How close to you are Jesus? He invites us into his inner circle. He invites us through his word and by his spirit, not just to hear the parables, but to dig into their meaning, to hear the explanations that he gives to his inner group. If we feel we're on the outside, hear Jesus' gracious invitation. Come inside, do my will, dig into these parables, take a step closer and grow closer to me. We pause together to pray, and I want to just pick up on that phrase, come inside. I'm linked with a discipleship network called the 72 Network, and one of the slogans is, what step will you take today? Take a step closer to Jesus. Resolve in your heart, in your mind, to come closer, to come inside, and to know your Lord better. So let's pray these things into our lives. Lord, we thank you for the parables. Thank you at the end of the day that you are the master storyteller. And these parables, although there are twists in the tale, although the meaning isn't always immediately obvious, they are intriguing, they're powerful, they draw us in, they speak to us today. Be with us as we look at some of the parables in the days that lie ahead. And today we want to hear your invitation and respond to it, the invitation to come closer to come inside, to step inside. What step will we take today? Maybe a resolution to spend longer in God's word and in prayer. Maybe a resolution to seek God at different times in the day. To send up arrow prayers when we are struggling and draw on his help. A commitment, a resolve to prioritise our relationship with him. However God is prompting us, however God is leading us, take that step today. Resolve in your heart and your mind and put that resolution into practice in the power of the Holy Spirit to the glory and praise of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen.